Good. What's good, world? We back again. Halfway Humble Podcast. And this is part two of Who Loves Their Job. I'm Jay Stamps. And it's your boy Jay. Man, so it was it was interesting, man. Some interesting stuff. But we're gonna start off. We're gonna start off with a little different. You know, let's go ahead and fall back a little bit. How you day been going? How was your weekend? Oh, everything was good on my end. What about yourself? Okay. Man, it was good, man. Just running. You know, kids got me everywhere. So no no rest. <laughs> no rest. No rest for the weary. You know, moving around. So they just had me out out and about. But now nah, it was good, bro. Um, I wanted to go ahead and do this. I know you don't like to brag on yourself. This is the halfway humble podcast. But I'm gonna go ahead and brag on him because he ain't gonna do it. But I'm gonna do it for him. I'm gonna do it for him. Just cause I want to, so we just go shout out my boy Mystery Man. He went ahead and got his credit certification uh, this past week, and uh, I just wanted to go ahead and shout him out, man. He's trying to make moves of being a business owner, and it's more information to come on there. But I I wanted to go ahead and shout him out. I knew he wasn't gonna do it, and I didn't really want to, you know, talk about it. I was trying to throw him the alley oop if he was going. <laughs> If he was gonna do it or say anything, but of course he didn't. So I did. So you know, just just uh, congrats, man. Appreciate that, man. Um, yeah, man. yeah. So yeah, I am a certified credit consultant. So um, like you said, more information to come on that. But you know, I got some things in the works that hopefully will help people along the way as far as um, making better decisions about their finances and their credit. So we might need to have an episode about that period. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm cool with that. I think, I think that'd be helpful and beneficial too. So no, I'm all, I'm down with that. And, uh, but yeah, I definitely want to shout you out on that, man. Cause I know how you are. You don't like talking about the stuff that you're doing and things, milestones, but I'm going to go ahead and brag for you. That's what I do halfway. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Cause I, that's what I do. So yeah, once again, man, congrats on it. That's I mean, that's a major thing, man. That's that's not just talking about it, that's doing something. So I'm following your footsteps, man. I got a that real estate class coming up this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, go ahead. And you know, how you feel about that? You ready? Hey, yeah, I'm ready, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm always excited to learn stuff and, and I think that, you know, we need to if we are talking about certain things and we're putting it out there, then we got we to gotta walk it. We're going to talk it. We got to walk it. So, yeah, man, I'm trying to really do something with this real estate, man. So that's there's going to be more information with that as well. Um, but, yeah, I'm trying to get my real estate license because I think you got to have, especially in this economy, in this world, 2019, you have to have more than one stream of income. So uh, we pushing Absolutely. that. Absolutely. We pushing that. All right, man. So let's go ahead and get into it, man. Who loves their job part? Two, deuce. So let me go ahead and ask you first. Let me let me start off and throw it to you at first. What kind of feedback did you get regarding this? Um. So the people that I asked didn't really. So it's, here's the crazy part, right? Because I think a lot of people don't really think like this until you really ask them and think about it, right? So right. <laughs> It's one of those things you really have to really give it some thought because I was going around asking people, yeah, do you like your job? Yeah, it's cool. Is it? 
yeah, it's, it's this, is that, is this, whatever. Um, it's, it has its challenges, all of that stuff. But I'm like, no, nah, you really, are you passionate about it? Is this something that you feel like you were called to do? Right. And people kind of got silent on me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it got real, the room got real quiet. Yeah, I, I had some of that same same thing. Like, but you know what? For me, it was kind of like the I call them the OGs, if you will. Like the the some of the people that were older than us that have been in the workforce. They seem to have a, and I guess it's natural, have a better perspective. But I did see some little side eye in there too, because you when you start thinking about that stuff, it makes you kind of look at your own self. You know, putting that mirror on yourself, turning it around on you. So I think that that kind of when you do stuff like that, it's going to make you really think. And so I know for me, like even speaking to, you know, I, I'll throw out my mother for an example. She worked at um, she worked at the post office for over 30, over 30 years. Right. And a very intelligent woman, not just because she's my mom. She's smart. She, she's, you know, beautiful, intelligent, can do all types of things. And, you know, she had my brother young. And so with that being said, she had to work and the, the mother gene kicked in. And so a lot of things that she wanted to do, she kind of put to the side and said, well, I need to focus on getting a job. So she got a job at the post office at the time. Mm -hmm. And then with that, she just kind of worked her way up and tried to find things that in, that that was interesting to her within the realm of the post office. Right. So, you know, there's a layer to that. So and, and and I think and you and please correct me, you know what I'm saying, if I'm wrong, because I'm kind of I'm thinking that too. I think that puts a lot of people in that position. Like a lot of people fall into that category as far as, you know, finding something that, well, man, I gotta get to this job or this is something that I gotta do. Let me just try to make the most of it while I'm here or try mm -hmm. to find something in here that mm -hmm. I'm doing that I like. And I think people fall into that category. It's more there than anywhere else. And you know what? So what do you think? Do you think that is possibly the case or what do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think one of the things that we really have to examine about ourselves is just it is what we're doing even in the same vein of what we're passionate about. Um, yeah. I think I think it's a lot of it's a lot of people out there that are doing something that they think is somewhat cool right. or whatever the case is, but it's, it's not really who it doesn't really define who they are. Um, yeah. Take me, for example. Um, you know, I've been in the I guess you can call it the IT industry for a while now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm a I'm a problem solver. That's that's what I do. I go around trying to find solutions to help people, you know, progress forward and, and whatever that is, right? And so that's right. an aspect of me, but that's not the whole that's not the whole thing. It's just one little small piece of me. Right. And so yeah. I think you take that little small piece and you try to apply it to your job or whatever the case is, and then you trying to you try to find fulfillment in that. But yeah. It's not always the whole it's not always the whole picture. And so I think people get trapped in that. I think 
one of the mistakes, or I, I ain't going to call it a mistake because I think whatever you go through uh, gives you experience in different areas or arenas and stuff like that. But one of the things that I think I got stuck in is the fact that, okay, I'm a problem solver. I always liked IT type stuff. So when I became a a product owner and a product manager over these system applications, it was like, oh man, this is, this is it. This is what I always wanted to do. Well, no, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. It was just a small piece of, of, of who I was. Um, right. So you, you get into these fields and you get into a space where it's kind of like, okay, well, I'm kind of, kind of doing what I want to do. And mm-hmm. I'm in this corporate space and there's a ladder for me to move up. So, there's different levels I could go. So you get you get caught in that race trying to achieve whatever it is on those different levels. And you figure out when you look back at it and kind of in retrospect that it's like, man, I might have wasted time doing all when I could have been out there chasing what I really wanted to do or what my, my passion was really about. Now, yeah. I'm saying that that doesn't help things because I think that like I said earlier, it's always a, it, it's always, you're, you always go through certain things for a reason, but that doesn't mean that you have to stay in that space for a super long time. You kind of get get there, gain the experience, and then you move on, or you, you continue to find out what your passion really is. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Cause I think I, I've, been guilty of that too so for you know for me um i've worked in i worked with insurance for a while now and um that's been something that i kind of was thrown into just being on this being in the sense of i need a job so it was like i didn't really have a chance to find what i really wanted to do or kind of like explore because i gotta eat i got bills i got this to pay for you know? right and so that was what i fell into you know and i've always been good um with with talking so I, I my first job was like first full-time job was on the phones ironically mm-hmm. on the phones <laughs> and you know doing sales yeah oh. I was on the phone i was on the five the headset headset joint waiting for the calls to roll in and say like a hundred in the queue <laughs> customer, service. customer service reps yes that's what I started out doing. So that that as far as like, you know, the legit full time job and, you know, it was cool and I, I was good at it, but mm. it was still like, is is this it? You know, once once you get done with it, even when you get in the space of where you are good at it, it's kind of still like, OK, I'm not still not loving this. Is this, this not, my thing? It's still not. It's still not. It's, something's missing. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, and I'm like, this is what I'm, this is what I'm searching for. So I'm like, is right. this it? And I, and I know like, you know, in school, there were certain things that I gravitated towards. Um, marketing was, pre- I was pretty good at marketing, like coming up with ideas, being in a space to where coming up with like, being in a think tank and coming up with ideas for something to grow or whatever, something like that, like to kind of use that creative side. Mm-hmm. That was always my thing. I was good at theater. Um, that was a passion of mine. Mm-hmm. 
So stuff like that was always fun. But then it was like, you know, I'm going to make money off this. You know, how is this going to translate into making sure that I'm not living outside, you know, or living in my parents' house forever or getting kicked out and <laughs> just living outside somewhere. So that type of stuff, you know, I think all of that comes into play. And, you know, I think we don't sometimes really sit down and think about what we need to do or what it's going to take to get our stuff accomplished. Like even writing our stuff down, like writing your goals down. I'm right. like a big proponent of that now. I think, I know you are too. Am I, am I correct? Yeah. Well, I just started practicing what I preached, you know what I mean? As far as writing stuff down and writing different goals down. Um, it's something about writing stuff down where you can actually visually see it. Yeah, it's tangible. It's yeah. tangible, something you could see. It's, and, it's tangible and you can really, I, I don't know. So it's it's something that you could really manifest. I mean, I know words are are uh, powerful anyway. Right. But when you write it down, it's, it's different. So for instance, I was telling you, remember I was telling you about how I had a uh, a notebook full of goals and this was yeah. like 2016 or 2017 okay. or something like that and I had written down some goals and when I got done looking at them I looked at it and then I closed the book and then I didn't look at it for a while right mm -hmm. and usually I mean kind of what you're supposed to do is you you go back and look at those particular goals whether it be daily weekly or whatever mm -hmm. the crazy part was I had written those goals down, closed the book, never looked at them again until I came back like maybe a year and a half later to look at it because I think I had misplaced a notebook or something like that. But I came mm -hmm. back and looked at it and found out that I had accomplished like 90% of those goals that was on those, that was on that paper. Okay. Well, yeah, and see, that's I, impressive. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it, it was tripping me out because it was like, man, I ain't even – go back that I didn't even go back to this like I should have been going back to it. Right. But I was still able to accomplish those goals. So it's writing it down is is something, you know, I can't really explain what it is or whatever. Maybe whoever's listening out there understands exactly what I'm saying. But it's something about writing writing it down opposed as opposed to just saying it. Um because I know right. you could speak stuff into existence too, but Oh, definitely. Now it kind of solidifies like that whole thing. Yeah. No, I like you know I feel you on that. I, I think I think that is true because I like for me uh, practicing like you said practicing what you preach. I started like I've always kept. It's funny because I always kept a journal even when I was a kid, and so I have a journal that goes all the way back, man, to like I believe like when I was third or fourth grade. Mm -hmm. And and it's kind of crazy when you you know you read the stuff that you was talking about in those years. It's like whoa, right? <laughs> it's funny, but you know it's also kind of cool to keep a record of your life and see like where your head was at. Right. And so um, even lately, I mean that that's carried on to me being an adult, and like I still and and for me, dude, I actually write them daily. Mm. So I write the things down. Like I, I write my journal. I journal my day and my thoughts but i also write my goals at the end of that mm -hmm. and i and i'll keep i'm repetitive with them so i write them down every day every day i write them down until i get that particular goal accomplished and i'll kind of i'll take it off the list right 
and then but then I'll keep writing other additional goals down. So and that's it's just for me that that repetition thing. So it, it gets it ingrained in my head that that's what I'm going to I'm going to accomplish that. Right. And so that that's what works for me. So no, I feel you on that. And it was funny, man. I was gonna. I'm gonna read a text real quick. I got this was this was some of the feedback, and so I got a text. So you got feedback was, already. People yeah, I got a, Yeah, I got a text. I got. I'm, and by the way, I'm gonna get the. I'm going to get the Facebook and the Instagram up. I'm gonna get it up this week. I brother been working, been busy, but I'm gonna get no excuses. I'm gonna get it up this week, so you can actually uh, holler at me on there, and we'll get the we'll get the email set up too. But this was a friend of mine. I'm, they're gonna re- remain nameless. I'm not gonna blow the spot up. I'm not gonna put them out there, but I'm just gonna read kind of what they said. So they hit me up on the text, and it was, hey, Justin. Justin, by the way, is me. I go by Jay Stales, but Justin's my government name. So, hey, Justin, I love what you guys are doing on the show. It's funny because me and some friends were just having this same conversation the other day. I've been at my job a little over 10 years, and I've been able to move up, but I still don't feel like I'm doing what I was put here to do. Mm. I was like. That sound like that's a that sound like something something I would have wrote. <laughs> yeah, I'm not right. Yeah, right. And it wasn't him. <laughs> no, it's not. No, because he don't even call me Justin. He call me everything but that. But <laughs> but no. But I was tripping because when I got that text and they went on, you know, just to just to basically say they enjoyed it and it was kind of on the same page. But yeah, man. So I it was cool to feel like we weren't the only ones because you know sometimes we talk about stuff especially stuff like this and you can kind of feel like you on an island to yourself like man ain't nobody else maybe we just we just ain't got it figured out yet maybe everybody else got it figured out and we don't right and but when you get you know so even something like that text was cool because it allowed it allowed somebody to kind of open up in, in in a way that they probably wouldn't have opened up to me any other way so it was yeah. it's cool to kind of get feedback like that but i thought that was dope that they were willing to put themselves out there because i mean yeah, over 10 years is a long time to yeah. get a job yeah i had um i had somebody who will remain nameless they will know exactly who i'm talking about one thing <laughs> <laughs> but anyway they were listening to the first episode and they responded with a tweet and they were like, best job I ever had. Mm. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> that's fine. But do you love it? Right. I didn't get an answer to that question. <laughs> they will know they will know who they are. They they know exactly who I'm talking about. So I'm still mm. waiting on you to answer that question. Yeah, because best job you ever had versus do you love your job is two it's totally two, different two things. Totally different things. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy that that person said it was the best job they ever had. But like, get down to it. You know, is, is it something that when you wake up in the morning, basically you look at it like this? Would you do this? Whatever you're doing now, would you wake up and do it for free? Right. That's how I look right. at it. If you will wake up and do that same thing for free every day, then I I think you're in the right space. Right. right. So that's a question I would even put out there to y'all. If you guys would wake up 
and do what you do now every day for free, then you win it. Answer if you can answer that question with the honest, 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 yes, no cap, <laughs> not that, yeah, no cap, no front, none of that. Yeah, well, I, I mean, you know, this is what it. No, nah, it's not what I asked you. <laughs> it, it, would you wake up and do it for free? That's what I'm asking you. Don't be give me all that. Don't give me all that. Hey, we, I, don't do the politically correct BS. <laughs> I see through all of that. I've been in the corporate world for a long time. That's all I listen yeah. to all day. So I see right through. Don't, yeah. don't give me the PC answer. I don't. I don't want to hear no buzzwords. Don't give no, me those little use, nine dollar words. Use, don't use nothing like leverage. No streamline. I don't want. I definitely don't want it to streamline. I may block you. I may block you. Make sure <laughs> you don't uh, lose your number or whatever you want. I'm not. Like, don't, 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 do don't, 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 don't try to paraphrase nothing. Really, it's really a simple. It is a simple yes or no question. Yeah. Would you do it? Would you do your job for free? Would you do what you're doing now for free? Bottom line, yes or no. Not a uh, not a maybe. Yes or no. Black or white. Simple. Do not complicate. No, they, they somebody going to try to complicate this. I guarantee. I know. I, I you know. You know why? Because people. It's <laughs> another topic for yeah. another day, though. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. So, with that being said, I uh, and and having that aspect of it, let me go ahead and put this out there. Do you think that people still think it, that it's okay to fail? Like, is it okay to try something and fail? Do you think that from a society standpoint, we're kind of like, oh, man, we just got to get to this bag, man. We can't, we ain't got time to lose. Do you think, like, we don't give ourselves enough time to fail? Do you think so? Or do you think that we're scared to fail? Yeah, we're definitely scared to fail. Um, you could tell that by all, look at what social media is. It's all mm. positivity. It's all, and, and not to say that you're supposed to post your failures or anything like that, but I just don't think that anybody talks about the maybe, failure enough. Maybe we need to. Maybe we need to start doing and, that. Every time we don't do the right thing or something goes left, we just post it. Say, yeah, this didn't work right. Yeah, work out right today. Um, post it. I was going. Sad. Yeah, I was. I was going to start a, a, a idea. Uh, well, it was a. It was a sarcastic idea that I had. <laughs> a while back where I was going to post my failures. <laughs> post all of those times that I didn't get the job, the emails that I got mm -hmm. as far as uh, we're sorry. Um, we just right. decided to go in a different direction. Oh, I got plenty of those. Like the, the thanks, but the, the TBNT, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, I got you know them piled we up somewhere in, a, in a, like an archive folder somewhere. You know what I mean? So, right. You know, I, I was right. uh, I was going to hashtag it, post your failures. <laughs> right. Post your yeah. Failures. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, yeah. Like, I think we might have to do that. Maybe we can start a trend, man. Like, no, like, that's that's a real thing, man. Like, I don't understand why that people think that everything is, you know, like you said, social media, there's some type of illusion that things are beautiful for everybody all the time. When you know good and well, you can see that same person that's posting 80 pictures 
And then as soon as you run into it, hey, man, I done had a – my week been terrible all week, man. I done had this. My car broke down. Yeah. Somebody stole my debit card. But then next thing you say, oh, we out at the restaurant. And you were like, well, you just said your card was stolen. How are you eating that uh, <laughs> Red Lobster or Old Charlie's or whatever? <laughs> like, what are you doing? So, I mean, it's it's a lot of that. And, and you know, but it is what it is. But, no, I think, I think we might need to start doing that, man. They start posting failures. I may, I may put up a picture of one of those emails I got when I didn't get the job, and it's like, you know, hey, we like to think. Well, they try to soup it up and make you feel all good. When at the end of the day, I don't feel good because you didn't give me the job. So all this, thank you. I don't want to hear that. Just tell me I didn't get the job. I need this paper. <laughs> what are you talking about? Right, right. But I, I, I honestly think that um, going back to being okay to fail i think that's the issue sometimes because we would rather stay in our comfort zone than be eternally uncomfortable i kind of like that eternally uncomfortable yeah uh i think it's more so about the money we do every everything is so money driven that it's almost like nothing else matters your passion don't even matter it's all about right. the money. Just get to the bag. Right. Secure the bag and just worry about the other stuff later. It don't really matter if you're happy or not. Just secure the bag. Money will make you happy. That bag, that bag will do it. Yeah, the bag make sure you got that bag. Just make sure you... So so that's the thing. How much happier would you be securing the bag living out your passion? Like If you if you making the type of money that you want to make right now, but your job absolutely sucks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, think about it. If you was able to make that same type of money doing your passion, it right. would almost be like heaven on earth. I mean, it, stuff like that doesn't have, uh, it's, it's not without its challenges either. But doing something you love and getting paid for it. Psh. Yeah, that's a totally different realm. Or, or feeling like whatever you're fully investing in, you're going to get a return investment in yourself. Like it's gonna, it's gonna fully help you as well, right? And allow you to help other people, hopefully, because you want to be of service as well. So, right. I think, like, yeah, I, I think there's something to that because right. even, even making, let's say you're not making, let's say, let's say for the sake of this conversation, you're making, let's just say fifty thousand dollars a year. But let's say you're making that 50 and doing what you absolutely love. Yeah, I'll take that any day. I, I, will, yeah. take, I will take less than 50, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Because No, I, and I think a lot of people would. And you know, at the end of the day, you know that it's going to grow. Right. Because you're doing your passion. Right. You'll and you enjoy it. You're going to be successful. Yeah, you're you're going to be successful. From a business perspective, how to grow your business. That just that just comes with repetition and you doing it and you knowing how to market and where to market at and it's it's a lot of it goes back to the failure thing too though it's a lot of trial and error in that process right you'll figure it out it'll take a while but you'll eventually figure it out as far as how to grow your business especially if you're doing something that you're passionate about and you're really good at right. No, I agree, man. I, I definitely agree. That's why I, like I think supporting the small businesses so much because those people understand that it is a certain amount of joy that you get putting out your own 
product and your own brand and your own service, you know, things of that nature. So that's why I like supporting small businesses or, or people who are just trying to jump stuff off, off the ground. Cause I could tell that they're passionate about it. Right. Yeah. No, man. I, I mean, I agree. I think that, I think it's a lot to be said for living your purpose and doing what you truly want to do and maybe getting half of the money that you would be getting if you were doing something that you totally hated. You're making a hundred thousand dollars a year, but you hate your job, or you're making a strong fifty and you love it. Right. I, I think it's I think it's a little easier it's an easier uh pick than people think. I think we I think we as people complicate things. So yeah, like yeah. So so let me ask you this. What's up? Because probably people listening this is like, you know what, I don't even I don't even know what my passion is. I don't even know that I have a talent or a passion that that I can utilize for the greater good or to help other people or whatever the case is. How do Mm -hmm. you think somebody goes about finding their passion or what it is that they really enjoy doing? That's a good question. Um, For me, I'll use myself as as an example. I I think that you know, as we're even as we're ki- when we're kids and we're growing up, there's a lot of things that we have interest in that we try. Now, I was blessed to be able to say, yeah, I had I had parents that were like, yeah, go ahead and try that, go ahead and do that, try that out, and it, it may not work out, but at least I know. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes once again that goes back to if you have an I think that if you have an interest in something, the only way to know if it's something that you're actually good at or you have some type of niche that is to try it. So, you know, that could even be, you know, public, like, okay, for example, public speaking. I know for a lot of people that terrifies. Jesus Christ, I hate public speaking. (laughs) And for certain people, it doesn't terrify. But it's like, well, maybe let me try that. Like, there's something that, now they, of course, they may need some training or a little bit of, you know, trying it out for a while and practice at it but certain people can just talk like that's what they do and so I think that they kind of know that like there's people that you know you kind of have a feel for certain things I'm not saying and I'm not even saying that everybody is meant to not necessarily find exactly what they're supposed to do in a sense of this is the exact job I want. I love it. I'm good. That's not going to happen for everybody based on both the different variables. But I think that people would be a lot happier if they fail at some things because you're not going to know success unless you know failure. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So in order to get to a get to a space to where you're like, dang, okay, I'm good at that. I'm good at that this works for me, you're going to have to fail at a lot of stuff. You're going to have to try some stuff out and be like, oh, man, I was trash at that. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to do that one again. Like, for um, for example, let me, look, what are the, let me think of one of the jobs that I because uh, I've had a lot of different jobs. Um, I was pretty trash at sales. I did not like say, Okay. So, for you, it was sales. You didn't, you didn't like having to sell something. I didn't like, I'm not a I'm not a salesperson. I'm not yeah, I'm, I'm just naturally, 
not a salesperson like that. Um, the only way that I could really feel like that I have a natural knack for selling something is if I'm super passionate about that particular product. That's the only way that I can sell something to somebody. Okay. And and they have they almost have to have an interest already in it, right? So my way back when um several years ago I was I got a job selling computers. I like mm-hmm. computers, I really do. You know what I mean? Like I ended up getting into that IT profession probably because of that, really. Mm-hmm. My whole approach is with the computers was, yo, you don't want the computer? Okay. Get off my phone. You know? <laughs> Why are we still talking? Like I don't you know, so it didn't it didn't really it didn't really compute to me the way that a natural salesperson would have approached that situation. Right, because yeah, because they they're gonna keep trying to attack their sales. They're, like, they're gonna try to find a different avenue. So let me let me go ahead and let me jump in here for a second. Let me say this then, because I was on the opposite side of the spectrum. So for me, sales wasn't a problem, but what I was selling could be an issue. So for example, you know me well enough to know there was a long time I could have cared less about a computer. Right. So there was I knew nothing about computers. You I watched selling, TV. you selling them like hotcakes though. Now, yeah. Well, at, not at first though, because at first I had to fail a couple of times because it was okay. I would get somebody on the call. If you're calling, let's say it's an experienced <coughs> caller like you that's calling and saying, "Hey, Justin, I want this type of computer. This is what I want, and this I want it to have this, 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 and this. I want it to have this type of drive." this this many usb ports whatever if you call in a new kind of what you wanted yeah but if you were somebody that was just calling in and just say hey i want a computer and what's the best one i was like uh well this one costs the most so this must be the best one and not asking them the right questions at initially to get to drill down and get to what they need so that took me failing a couple of times and missing out on some sales to realize, okay, I'm going to have to do some research and find out how to do this. Am I able, am I capable of learning what I need to learn to get this accomplished, to make this sale on somebody that doesn't know a lot about computers. So I had to do the, I had to put the work in to find out a lot more information regarding computers and then turn around and sell them. And that's what I ended up doing. So it, I took a couple of L's, took some losses, and then it was like, okay, let me see if I could turn this around. And I was able to do that. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm saying. Like that goes back to that failure thing. You have sometimes you got to fail in order for something to kick in your brain. Like, okay, either I need to try this or this ain't for me. Right. And I think a lot of people sometimes don't allow themselves the opportunity to fail. Right. And, you know, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I think that you, you're going to have to fail. Yeah. And it's what's crazy is back to the computer thing for a second is I actually became moderately good at what I did, but it mm-hmm. wasn't because of anything that I enjoy. It's just it was just a repetition of it all. So, yeah, that's you know, that's that's where the uh, the whole talent versus hard work kind of comes in. Cause, yeah. Hey, listen, I was working and I got better at my skills, the sales skills. 
so to speak. Right. But at the same time, I didn't enjoy what I was doing. And it took me a while for it to actually click and for it to be like, oh, okay, I get it now. By the time I got it, it was like, yo, listen, Jay, you ain't you ain't hitting these numbers, baby. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta, gotta make some move. Gotta, gotta make some move. We gotta do something different, you know what I mean? Oh, right. I ended up getting laid off. I was like, ah, oh well. I ain't like the job no way. So it was kind of the best thing that, that could have happened to me at the time. Because mm-hmm. um, I was able to go and find something else that I was naturally better at, or I had an aspect of being naturally better at, at least in that um, that particular arena at that time. Right. And see that right there, you were able to build upon a skill and then kind of weed out some of the stuff that you know that wasn't your thing. Yeah, and I think. Yeah, but still. When I when I look back at giving, and I want whoever you know, all of our two listeners out there, to it's about five, it's about five of them, man. Five, give okay. them some credit, right. man. About five, right. five of them now. My bad. All right, so anybody who's out five, there baby. listening <laughs> right now, to please understand that what what you may be doing right now is setting you up for something else. Don't right. take the skills for granted. But at the same time, like I I look back in my career, and given you know, my resume is pretty uh pretty substantial now as far as the IT world and all of that stuff. Kinda He's trying to say he's trying he's trying to say he made a little paper uh, nah, for the time he was in the cover. He did I, make a little paper out here. No, I, I I seen the W two. Come on. I seen W two. I seen the W two. Man, look, hey, buddy. No, I'm. I'm just saying. I've been in it for a long time. Like, how how long we known each other? Like, I've I've had a job since I was like sixteen. Yeah, I'm same here. I was like, I was a little younger than that. Yeah. And me, I was working at the grocery store. Yeah, so well, yeah. Actually, no. I had my first my first job, my first ever job. I was getting paid under the table. I was fourteen, and I was. God was wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Was that was it legal? Was it legal? Was you don't be promoting nothing illegal. Hey man, listen, we listen, we not going to promote anything illegal. Right? I didn't do anything I'm illegal do just for the I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a background <laughs> check on you, bro. Hey, my record is hey, my record is clean. Don't do that. Yeah, all right. I'm all just right. saying. No, I had a I had a job. I was working for a real estate agent under the table. Um, he okay, was, well, he was paying me under the table to put together real estate reports, appraisal reports. Okay, so that was the very first job that I had. And then you know, so really, I've been working ever since I was like fourteen. Yeah, I mean, see, I was a, I was a so I was a bag boy at Win Dixie. <laughs> you know about Win Dixie? I was a bag boy. <laughs> Dixie, you know you in the south. You're right, right, <laughs> right. Anybody else from anywhere else would be like, "What is Winn-Dixie? It's a grocery store. It's a grocery store." So, so <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I've been at it for a while, but I look back on my career, and it's just like, yeah, I had fun. I had, I had more fun building relationships with the people that I've worked with. Yeah, the actual job itself. Like I, yeah. it, there's there's jobs that I've had that has have been better than others, but mm-hmm. the 
things that I gained out of that was the experience and the relationships. The jobs itself were just okay. And I think that's important too. It's important to make sure that wherever you're at, you know, whether you're in a space where you're starting out in the entry level or you kind of mid-level, or even if you up there at this point, build those relationships, man. You gotta, you gotta do that. I, I think that's, that's important as well is, is not being afraid to build a relationship and talk to somebody that's, you know, potentially in a better position that could mentor you or give you information to let you know whether you need to keep pursuing where you're going or try to look for a way out. And, you know, I, I think that's, I think that's, that's crucial. And I've learned that in my own life, especially over the last year or two of really uh, building relationships with people and getting to know people and finding out what this is all about. I mean, it's, it's been helpful. It's been helpful from a personal standpoint and from a professional standpoint. So I think that I think that definitely is key. Um, and I'm going to tell you, oh, you like this with the relationship thing, whether it be in the corporate world or whatever you're doing, that whole you are who you hang around type concept is true. Oh yeah, that's fact. I'm telling you facsimile. I'm telling facsimile. Straight up experience because I got around a bunch of people at the time that was in senior level management type jobs, stuff like that. And then one day I look up and I'm in a senior level management type job. You know what I mean? So that's see, this is where you call it the halfway humble because you see how he's kind of like humbly bragging. Nah, I'm just saying. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just saying that's that's an example. That's where I ended up at. So hey, it's all facts, man. Ain't nothing wrong with it. It's all facts. Go ahead. People who for the people who have a passion or know somebody that is doing something that they're doing and they're successful, go hang around them. If, if especially if they're inviting you to hang around them and be in their circle. Because right. I promise you, at some point, it's not gonna happen overnight, but at some point. Whatever they're doing is going to rub off on you. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to be. You don't even have to be qualified, really. You don't even have to have the same skill set. Because for a long time, I fought with myself as far as, oh man, these people, these people. I don't even have the same skill sets as these people. These people have far, way more credentials than I do. This, that, and the third. It don't matter. Just hang around. Mm-hmm. Soak up that game. Whatever. Game. Yeah. No, nah, that's real. That's facts. Like you, you, you are who you hang around at the end of the day. Either they're going, they're going to help you. They're going to help you grow or they're going to help you decline. Right. So you're going to pick, you're going to pick which way you want to go. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the bottom line of it, man. You, you're going to have to, you're going to have to put in the work. You're going to have to try some things out and then, you know, we got plenty, and we, and I'll go ahead and, and, and close it out, you know, close out this part of it, you know, with this is that, you know, we got people at this point, including me and you, um, we got we got plenty of friends at this point that if they're not doing what they love, they're doing what they love on the side. That's facts. You know what I'm saying? So that's another, that's another way to look at it. If you're not living out your dream or doing your passion full time, you can do a part time, you know, like this right here is an example. If if you need any other, you know, any other motivation 
I mean, this is it, right? If you're listening to this, this is it. Because, I mean, this is one of my passions because I always felt like I could do this. Now, whether or not I'm great at it, this, you know, I guess that's subjective, and I'll leave it up to you guys. But I enjoy doing it, and I think that it's fun to have my brother on here, and we talk, we talk about things, and we just give you insight to what we already be talking about anyway. So, yeah. The clean I think that. Yeah. <laughs> everybody can enjoy it. I mean. Yeah, right, right. The family friendly, family friendly version of it. So you know, <laughs> I think, but you know, but it's something that I feel like it, you know, it's needed. I think that there's, it's a, there's an, like I said, there's a need for it out there. I enjoy it, and it's something that you know is fulfilling to me. It's almost like therapy. So I feel better once you know. I felt like I, you know, got it out there once. Once we get the information or get the conversation started, so that's enough for me, you know, for the time being. And I'll be pursuing other things until I get to that, because I I'm not I'm not content with being comfortable. That's just me. I'm not content with that. I rather keep chasing things that I enjoy until I make them primary. So that's just me, and and I, and I feel like my brother over there is the same way. He's the same way. He's built the same way. So nah, that's a true statement. That's a true statement. Yeah. So for any, so uh, real quick, I want to say this. I'll go ahead. For any of you that love your job, you're passionate about what you're doing. Please hit us up because we want to. Yeah. Want to speak to you. We want to. We want to understand what. It, fell into that and mm-hmm. do you have any advice for anybody in that passion yeah yep so yeah hit us up this this the the social media sites will be up so you can comment on that and um you know just kind of let us know give us some feed give us some honest feedback man i know we was clowning with y'all about you know, no, no front, no cap, and all of that. But yeah, no, for real, just be honest. You know, we we're not gonna. No, nah, I was dead serious about everything I said. No cap. Don't come on here capping, man. <laughs> yeah, he ain't gonna let. He ain't gonna let up on y'all. Basically, you better be honest. He, he gonna clown. He ain't gonna let up. <laughs> he ain't gonna let up. I just want to. I, I just want questions. That's all. I just I got questions. Yeah, that's all. Honest, honest conversation, and I'll leave it with this, and we'll we'll, we'll switch to we'll end we'll end this we'll end this part two, and we'll we'll go to some other things before we close out. Um, prayer works too, man. Prayer works. Absolutely, you, you need to pray about it. You talk to God, and uh, I, I prayer works. At the end of the day, it, when it, when all else fails, or even before it fails, that's one thing you might need to do too. Uh, yeah. And know and know what you're praying for. <laughs> know what you're praying for. Exactly. Exactly. And then carry it out. It's you know, yeah. faith, uh what what's the saying? Faith without action. Faith without work. Yeah, faith without works is dead, right? Yep. Yep. It's facsimile again, man. T shirts coming soon. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> facsimile. <laughs> Only nine babies will get that. I probably, yeah, nah, right, right. If you if you was born, if you was probably born, let's say, if you was born after what ninety, we'll say after ninety five, you may not get it. After ninety five, I don't know, maybe. 
maybe something like that. We ain't doing no math. This is a podcast. We ain't doing no math tonight. We ain't doing no math anyway. Uh, but yeah, they ain't gonna get it. They'll buy a shirt though. Just buy a t-shirt. I'll explain when you buy it. I'll explain. I might even call you and thank you and explain. It. Maybe I'm don't hold me to it though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be busy, man. I can't be calling everybody up. But anyway, um, so that's the end of that. We'll, we'll, we'll close the part two of who loves their job right there. And let's just get into some fun. Well, not all fun stuff, but the first thing that is kind of fun, man, I wanted to talk about before we close out is uh, have you seen Endgame yet? The Avengers Endgame. Have you seen that yet? Not, I heard it was like four and a half hours long. Yeah, it's about it's about eight hours. It's about eight hours long. It's a full work day. It's a full work day. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, go ahead and keep it. I am not a movie person. Don't come to me asking me about no movies. Don't come. Don't come to me asking me about no Netflix. I will almost. Probably ninety. No, I haven't seen. <laughs> and I'm the exact opposite. I'm the movie guy. I love movies. I love all of that. I don't get to go as much as I used to, but I still get to go to a lot. So, you know, I still try to catch. I haven't seen Endgame yet. So when you do hear this, please do not send me any spoilers because this is gonna make me mad. I hadn't seen it yet. I'm gonna go see it. I'm gonna take my six-year-old son to go see it i don't want no spoiler he tried to he heard something in school let's let check this out he heard something in school the other day it was trying to spoil it for me he's like dad look i got a spoiler for you first of all you're sick so i don't even know why you're talking about spoilers second of all why are you gonna try to spoil it for me he was trying to do it this morning we in the car taking him to school this morning he's like dad i got a spoiler i said man don't do it I'll chop you in your throat. <laughs> don't, 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 don't do it. And he got quiet. He started laughing. I was like, yeah, don't, don't play with me, man. So, no, I haven't seen it yet. I'm avoiding all spoilers. Um, I don't want to know. I don't want to know too many people's opinion on it yet because, you know, as soon as people tell you their opinion, they start telling you to move. I'm you so, don't, yeah, don't tell I'm me. I'm going you a list of spoilers. That I, <laughs> that I heard about through text, man. So you ain't gonna you ain't you gonna open the text. You ain't got no choice but to read it. No, oh, no. Nah, I'm just gonna. I'm just. I'm just gonna. You know how you swipe it to the side on the iPhone, just swipe it and <laughs> delete it. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. I'm like, man, do, do not, do not give me no spoilers. I'm just sick off that. I'm sitting through no three and a half hour movie, man. But yo, the rest of the I'm, group, I'm, I'm going to sit through it. The rest of the group chat, shout out, shout out to the paper champs. You know what I mean? But oh yeah. The rest of the group chat, y'all, y'all can have fun with that. I don't care about spoilers because I'm not gonna go see it anyway, more than likely. I, I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you now, even on the group chat, do not <laughs> send a spoiler through there. Cause I know y'all. We got some I'm talking about because remember, remember Cam was like uh he said, let me know when everybody see it so we can talk about it as a group. Yeah, see, at least he was thoughtful enough to say that because some everybody ain't like that. Somebody just say, "Hey, man, you remember that part that when they did that right there?" And that and you'd be like, "Dude, I hadn't seen it yet." Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, my bad." <laughs> like, yeah, it is your bad. Can I get the twenty dollars I was gonna spend? Let me borrow twenty. Then, All right, yeah, because I ain't gonna be able to go see the movie. <laughs> the movie people really be hurt on spoilers. Yeah, I, I mean, I I'll be upset about that. Like, I, I'm gonna be mad for about 
couple days. Like, don't don't call me. Don't no, nah, don't do none of that. Don't ask the ball nothing. Just leave me alone until I get over it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I see. I, I get it. I just yeah. Care about this. Uh, yeah, I do care. Like, I don't want you to tell me about, especially if I, especially if you know me well enough to know that I have interest <laughs> in this movie. Like, why are you go? It'd be those people that know. That I, I'm gonna go see the movie that like that know what I'm I like it right. and you still gonna give me a spoiler like, oh man let me just tell you this one part even my mom is bad about that she went to go see something you know they get that she's gonna kill me for saying this but they get the uh you know the senior citizen discount on <laughs> Tuesday <laughs> and so they go to the movies all the time and I'll be you know this but it's dope because they pay I don't I'm I'm halfway hating on that because they get to go in and Man, it'd be like five dollars a person. You know, pay five dollars each, something like that. Some crap. Well deserved. Well deserved. Put in the time, but yeah, but shit. My mom's right. <laughs> yeah, you can't even. You ain't gonna spend less than fifty dollars going to the movies. You try to buy food and everything else. It's like that's a that's a real date. That's like a that's a that's like a a date to a nice restaurant. Right. Plus the tip. So, but no, they, yeah, no, my mom, she's good for trying to give me spoilers sometimes. I have to like stop her because I'll ask her how the movie was and she'll be like, oh yeah, it was great. Then she'll start going into the, the, the actual stuff. I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. And uh, yeah, no, she's funny about that. So no spoilers. I, I don't like spoilers. So don't give me any spoilers, by the way. I'm just putting that out there. So I'm going to leave that at that. But so on to something that's not as fun. Um, today we lost another one, uh, John Singleton, man. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Dude, that's like this has been a pretty terrible April. Yeah, um, it it's it's crazy because I was reading reports on him prior to this whole thing, and he was really sick. And, uh, okay. you know, I just, because he, I think he had a stroke or something like that, or at least. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's what, that's what put him down. Right. Uh, he had a, like a debilitating stroke that, you know. Right, right, right. So, you know, I, I hate to hear that, especially from one of the legends who gave us, you know, all the black classic movies. Yeah. Not even black classic movies. Yeah. Say it what it is. It's but a yeah, classic. What just. The reason I say black classic movies because of the cast, you know what I mean? Right, These right. People kind of ascended and moved on and was able to grow from those roles that they uh, that they first did or first started in, right? So, um, yeah. But yeah, it, it was it was crazy. Is you know I think we definitely need to touch on the subject of you know health and stuff like that on down the line because. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna definitely do that in the future, man. Because I mean, yeah, like it had to be some, it had to be some things that were already there, right? You know, in order to have a stroke, you know, like being being straight up, fully transparent, you know, like my dad, he had a stroke, and and it was due to high blood pressure, mm-hmm. you know, and, and not taking care of yourself, not eating right, right? Once you were diagnosed with high blood pressure, right. and you know, us as black folks are more susceptible too high blood pressure like that's just like it's damn near in our dna like it's it's there like if you're not careful you know you could get that and so um 
No, I think that's something that a lot of us don't like to talk about because it's uncomfortable. It's a silent killer too. You know, if you don't, if you don't get that stuff checked on, it could, I mean, you could, you'll be up out of here. Right. Like quick. Right. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter how much money you got, obviously. Cause I mean, Singleton was, he had plenty of money. He had access to things that, you know, every regular person doesn't necessarily have access to. And, you know, you never know, but you, like you said, you never know what precondition situation he had. Right. You know, we don't, we don't know that. Right. Yet. But what is, what is health with or anything like that? But I just, when I, when I hear stuff like stroke, that for me, that's not a natural thing for somebody to be having It's because no. some, some, the body is not responding the way that it needs to to something or you know something is something is wrong that's not naturally supposed to be going on so right um you know rest in peace john singleton and um yeah you know his you know prayers out to his family and everything that's that's it's tough man yeah and i yeah no once again yeah rest in peace um, he's a big part of our child. I mean, big part of our childhood and adulthood, man. Like, I mean, we grew up for, you know, grew up on those movies. You know what I'm saying? Like I grew up, uh, boys in the hood, men's of society. Like I can remember we couldn't go to the theater to go see boys in the hood. I was living in California at the time. Mm-hmm. Couldn't go to the theater to see that it was like banned because it was so much violence going on with gangs and stuff like that. So you couldn't go to the theater because there were like, it was, it was a lot of, a lot of situations going on out there. And like, but it was crazy that those movies had that much of an impact. And then later you had like, you had men's society, I believe came after that. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of smoothed it out a little bit with poetic justice. That's another dope one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a classic. You got uh, Higher Learning, which was interesting because it was like a take on two different perspectives right. of somebody going to college, right. you know. And I, I thought, like, I thought that was dope. And you know, he's always been, he's always been um, in the know. They got a Baby Boy. They used to play that on BET like every Friday. <laughs> that came on. That came on every Friday for like ten years. <laughs> Friday, you go. I go to BET right now. <laughs> baby, baby boy might be on. Oh yeah, that's for sure gonna be on now, especially because uh, was you know because of his passing. Yeah, it's gonna be on. That's that's gonna be on. All of them gonna be on. Any John Singleton movie you want to see on free TV, you can. You'll be able to find it. VH1, BET, all the above. But yeah, no, nah, it's a it's a big loss, man. I, I think that he was he was definitely a pioneer in a lot of stuff that he did, and I think that he also didn't have a problem bringing certain topics to the forefront. Mm-hmm. And I think being a society, especially in a society we live right now, where everybody's trying to be PC, he was one of those that you know we always look to to come with that honesty. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that there's going to be others to carry on that torch, you know what I'm saying, that he influenced to put that information out there and have those uncomfortable conversations uh, to to end up to bring more comfort. Because I think that, you know, like, I, like we were talking about earlier, even with the job thing, that uncomfortability promotes growth. So being uncomfortable is a part of growth. Right. And I think that he brought that to the forefront as well as making people have those uncomfortable conversations like 
I can remember what stuck out to me, um, one of my favorite movies, which was Higher Learning, um, when I believe it was Omar Epps was in the elevator and him and the girl, and the girl was white, and they were happened to be in the elevator at the same time. And they were like, hi. And, you know, he said hi to her. She said hi to him. But because of what he looked like, she began to hold her purse. And he kind of looked down and noticed that. And even though they were there, at the, you know, at the same school, he was actually there, on, you know, on there for scholarship. And she had some issues making payments. Right. But, you know, it was it was just funny to see that aspect, something real subtle that he took the time to kind of bring out to kind of bring out that conversation. It was just, and it was a dope movie. He just had a dope way of thinking. Right. And I think that, you know, that is something that I, like I said, I hope that continues because I think those conversations need to be had and bring for bringing us not for a divisive standpoint, but to bring us all together as people. Mm-hmm. So I just, I think that, you know, I think that is what it is. So hopefully more, more than just conversation, but actual, well, yeah, actions, yeah, yeah, actions, definitely. Yeah, no, nah, I agree. talk too much now, honestly. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, oh, we talk about the wrong things. <laughs> we talk about the wrong stuff, right? Yeah, no, nah, I, I mean, I, I feel you on that. I definitely feel you on that. So, to go ahead and end this, man, do you got a favor? I know you're not okay. I'm going to preface this. I know you're not a movie guy. I can throw out some. If you don't, if you, I know you're aware of his movies. If you need, I can definitely tell you some. Is there one of his that stick out in your mind that was one of your favorites? Oh, absolutely. Baby Boy. Baby Boy. <laughs> hey, just because it came on 150,000 times don't mean you can pick that. <laughs> you, know why, you know why I like Baby Boy? It's because I absolutely hated Jody's character. <laughs> Like I thought you gonna I thought you gonna say you hated Ving Rain's character. No, he was the one drinking cool. <laughs> no, Ving, Ving Rain was it was it was it was fun. Uh. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, nah, man. Um, so it's it's I think it's dope when you when you have a director that can make you hate a character. Um, no, that's that's the point. Yeah, no, I mean, in a lot of ways, that's the point. There's a doesn't, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, his title, baby boy. I mean, he was the epitome of that. Is yeah, immature grown man. <laughs> you know what I mean? That that had absolutely nothing going for him. Um, and he had to grow into uh, the person that he became. At the end of the movie, I guess you know when he he finally realized that he he needed to really take control of his his life and and kind of what he was doing and where he was headed. But yeah, yeah it's just like man, I hate Tyrese to this day because <laughs> <that> character. <laughs> he Jody, Jody. Yeah, yeah, he. I mean, he turned into Joe, Jody a couple of times over these last couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was dope. Like, but that's that's all about writing and directing and right, you know, right talent that's behind the scenes. So yeah, no, I, I feel that. I my and my I think my personal favorite was uh, Poetic Justice. Mm-hmm. Poetic Justice was my favorite because I, you know, Tupac's my favorite rapper. That was my favorite. Um, that was my favorite movie just because of the concept 
of a guy like he wasn't and especially now that I am a dad and you know I can see it from a different lens I think it's so dope because he was like a young dad that was trying to do right you know he wasn't it was the very opposite of the other two movies that that came out previously that he had, that Singleton had done, which was Minister Society and Boys in the Hood, and so you took a, you had a character that had that he had that street in him, but he wasn't that wasn't his objective. His objective was to to follow his dream because I think he was trying to he was trying to do he was trying to rap. I think he was trying to rap and he was doing stuff to um, get that done. He had a because he, he had his cousin that he was trying to link up with, but he also had a, a he had a straight he had a regular job. Like he wasn't, you know, he had a regular, he's working at the post office, matter of fact. And, uh, you know, so it showed, it showed life, you know, still kind of, he's still in the hood, but he's, it's a different, it's a different brother that's trying to do right. He's not trying to be out there. And so it showed an aspect. That's what I thought was dope about that. Just showing another aspect of life. Like we can play other characters. Like it's not just a one dimensional thing. And so I thought, I thought from that standpoint, uh, there were layers to that that I thought were dope, and even now, like watching it with a different eye now as an adult, it's like, yeah, now that that movie was dope. It was it was kind of ahead of its time, but I think I think the acting was it was dope, and it had a lot of it had a lot of good cameos from other um, other rappers I liked that, that were one like Q Tip. I think was in it, even though he he he, he wasn't in there long, <laughs> but he was in it and. Uh, yeah, no, I just think I think that was a, I think that was a dope film. Listen, that, and, listen, that I don't want to cut you off or nothing like that, but that's a great explanation and all. However, <laughs> no, don't ruin this. What you about to do, man? Are we are you sure that this is really your explanation, or is it just because <laughs> of your love of Tupac? You know what I mean? Because we know how you feel about Tupac. <laughs> no, Tupac was before. I mean, that's before. Like, you know, I, I, what do you, I mean, no, nah, like, I, but I genuinely like the movie. Man, don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> you know how to make Don't do that, man. You just said your favorite movie was out of all the John Singleton movies, you said it was Baby Boy. You said it was Tyrese. <laughs> Look, Joe. I, listen, I just said the way that Hate the character, La <laughs> Jody. Yeah, yeah. We, so I'm just <laughs> you know what I mean. That's the bad. Yeah, I know some Jodies. I do some Jodies, especially at that point. I do some Jodies. Exactly. So, but I knew some. I knew some luckies too. <laughs> I knew some luckies. Shit, that's too powerful. You see Jody character for the first time. I see him for the first time, and it made me want to fight the air. <laughs> As a director, you did your job, bro. You did, it. yeah, yep, yeah. No, nah, um, no, nah, I, I like that movie, but it was just, I, I think it's one of those those growing up movies that it came out. And you just you could you could pop it in the day, like I could pop party just in and watch it today, and it still be you know there's certain parts that just pop out in my head. Yeah. And so when if a movie does that to where you can recite certain things from the movie. Then they done, they've done their job, like you know. So I can say for the majority of John Singleton movies, if not all of them, I could you know 
remember a lot of parts of the movie that I enjoyed. So I think, you know, well deserved. He's a he's a one one of a kind talent. Um, yeah, you know, it's just it's just sad, man. Like fifty one is not an old age. Yeah, not at all. So, so yeah. Yeah. Well, rest in peace, man. But I guess that's it for us this week, man. I think I think we've pretty much covered it all. Some stuff to talk about. Um, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it. My partner in crime over there, even though he was, you know, he's a baby boy fan. I'm still gonna he's still my brother. <laughs> Already going out of context. Biggest scene. <laughs> with the character Jody. No, I hated him. That's why I like the movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make sure I'll make sure I edit this joint and say, yeah, you know, Jody was my favorite. I'm going to leave it just like that. But yeah, I know. See how people do you? <laughs> well, we appreciate y'all once again listening to the Halfway Humble Podcast. I'm Jay Stamps. And I'm Jay signing out. Uh you gonna be Jay you gonna be Jay or Mystery? Which one? You gonna have to which one you gonna be? Man? Yeah, I'm I'm Jay today. Hey, you gonna be Jay today. <laughs> well I'm I'm Jay Stamp, <laughs> aka uh Justin. <laughs> we are gonna do both, huh? Okay. Exactly. You gonna give him your government name then? Cause it's not Jay. Give him your... No. <laughs> you look like gonna give him your real your full name. They cool with these two aliens. Okay. All right. Well, I'm Jay Staffs. That's Jay, a.k.a. Mystery, a.k.a. Uh, he got a couple other names. Um, we out. We appreciate you once again. We'll be back next week. So we'll holler at y'all. Peace.